Little did you know you are strong, smart, insightful, beautiful, hilarious, loyal, and loved. The podcast you need to navigate your 20s. Little did you know with Shelby Eastwood. It is a new week, a new adventure awaits us, new things. It's been crazy. I don't know where, I don't think I've ever been so tired in my life. I feel like I'm more tired recently and I'm not quite sure why, but I go to literally fall asleep between 8.30 and 9 p.m. (laughs) So yeah, it's been exhausting. Um, My job is exhausting lately and just with all the, I have a lot of tutoring now and like my class and just, it's a lot. So um summer holidays can come anytime now that would be lovely but you know just pushing through another day but I'm super excited because the guest we have today um she is a relationship expert she is a tarot card reader new tarot card reader today I'm super excited about that and she um is gonna do a reading for me and I cannot wait because the last reading that um, we did on air was more about uh, life in general. And Martine today is going to do a love reading, which I'm super excited for and kind of nervous, to be honest. Um, but my love life is good now, so <laughs> I'm not too, too nervous about it, but I'm still anxious to see what she has to say about it. Um, so she's here. We're going to take a quick break and then we're just going to jump right into it. How are you? I'm doing well, Shelby. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I love being on podcasts. <laughs> where Where are you located anyway? Um, I'm in New York. Oh, no. Okay. So we're the same, same time zone then. Yes. Okay. So which makes it so much easier. Right? I had somebody sign up the other day for like 11 a.m. Eastern time. And then she was like, no, 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 I didn't sign up for that. That would be 3 a.m. my time. I'm like, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, that's like a whole other day ahead. Right? Like, she must be overseas. Was she like in Australia? I don't even know. I was like, well, (laughs) that doesn't work. So, yeah, Yeah. when we're in the same same time zone, that's great. That's great. Um, Yeah. So, before you kind of came on here, I just kind of was gave a little bit of an intro um, about mm-hmm. you and being the special guest today and like kind of just introducing you briefly, but I f- felt like it would be important for you to just kind of share your story and your background and introduce what you do. So please sure. tell me. <laughs> um, well, I'm Martine Felton and I do a lot of different things actually, Shelby. Um, but mostly I've... Um, I am an intuitive, I am a author of two books, and I have, I do Reiki healing and crystal bowl sound healing as well. Very cool. How did you get into all of that? I don't know, just following into my intuition and, you know, the nudges that I get, and I know some people are like, you're all over the place, but I feel like, I, I, you know, it's, it's kind of good to be all over the place, but I'm still kind of centered. I know what my main focus is. It's okay to dabble and dip and dabble, but as long as you know your main focus, 
you know, it's fun. We're here to experience different things, right? Do sometimes people confuse that with, like, psychic? What do you mean? Like, like when you're saying, like, your intuitions and, like, all of that stuff, like, do people sometimes confuse that with being psychic? I feel like people may. Uh, I, I don't. No. I don't think. I no, mean, not, not, like, has... not you, like, other, like yeah. other people. I, I think so. Um, I, but a lot of people don't really understand that, like, everyone has an, has intuition. Yeah. Sure. everyone so and it's not and everyone has the ability to tap into the spirit realms if you want to mm-hmm. <laughs> um but not everyone wants to <laughs> <laughs> um where did you so, where did you learn how to do it like it was just like youtube videos just, and stuff like that or listen it just really came about um I always had, I always felt like I had like psychic abilities in the past in like as a teenager and as a young adult coming up because my dreams were always prophetic and like I would dream stuff and then it would happen, but I wouldn't know, like the dreams would be foggy. They're not like yeah. clear at all. But then me and my mom were really into like interpreting our dreams and so all cool. of that stuff. Yeah. So um, so she would help me with that. And, um, I always liked to, I always found myself reading people on the train and like intuiting what they, who they were, what they did for a living, like how they felt. I'm, I always felt people's energies as well right. as an empath. Yeah. So, but I didn't know what any of that stuff okay. was, you know, I'm like walking around the world, like a sponge, yeah. <laughs> not even knowing how to you know to take care of myself and what to do what not to do and stuff like that so um I I would say and since 2018 that's when I was really more aware and I was starting to really open up and awaken to all of that stuff because I always used to go and get readings but I never thought that I would be be able to give them as well you know like I was totally into psychics and mediums that's very and, cool. Yeah, and then in 2018, I went for a reading. Yeah. Um, I had lost my job, and I had, like, this, like, everything in my life seemed like it was falling apart. And I lost my job, you know, financial hardships, you know, that put a strain on everything in my life. So I went for a reading, and he told me that you're going to be doing what I'm doing, he was like, this is what they're telling me. And I was like, no way. I don't have time for this. I need a job. <laughs> wow. And yeah, so that's how that happened. And then so he was like, trust me. He's he's the one that told me to go buy a, a deck, a tarot deck. And I was like, I was kind of afraid because I never had a tarot reading. I always had readings with mediums that were evidential mediums that okay. were like channel their their guides or would channel a past loved one i never had a tarot card reading okay so i was kind of i was like eh, i don't know so anyway i bought an oracle deck instead <laughs> and so i started with that and it was like i started feeling um getting all these sensations when i would pick up the deck yeah, like all these chills and oh, like cool. ear popping and all of this. And I was like, oh, my God, is this really freaking happening? Because <laughs> I never felt these sensations before, you know, but yeah. now that 
I felt like because I was aware and I was open to it, now everything was like flooding in. So that's how that happened. It just, and I've been following that path ever since. Obviously I got a job since then. And, um, but I've still been um, practicing, trying to develop. I'm still developing. I feel like you always are developing Mm -hmm. as an intuitive. If you're trying to practice professionally, there's always more you can learn. hundred percent, hundred percent, like anything really. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's very cool. Can you tell me about your books? Sure. Um, well, the first, the first book I wrote was in 2013 and it's a fiction book and it was inspired, um, by me watching soap operas. (laughs) Um, it was like, like I, I was reading these, these soap opera e books watching <laughs> like soap operas on television and it was just like it's all just about three people who um kind of their lives kind of collide you know and there's like sex and drama yeah. and cheating That's, and that sounds like right up my alley <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's called life interrupted okay. um so yeah, I I was really inspired just to write about something that was totally outside of my little box. Yeah. Um, so that's how that I self-published on Amazon yeah. and it's still up there for anyone who wants to read um, some salacious stuff. And um, my memoir that I released last year in 2021 is like a teaching memoir. Okay. And there it was a little different. Um, because it was, it had to, I felt like I wanted to, well, let me go back a little bit. I had always kept journals, Mm -hmm. right? And through all of my various toxic relationships as an empath unaware all the time, um, I kept journals. And so I had basically a lot of that information, all those accounts and stuff written down. And I was going through my storage unit and I found all of my journals. And then so I brought them home and I started reading them. And I was like, wow, I was really fucked up. (laughs) You know, and I was like, this is um, this is like worth writing about. And I feel like other people, other women or other empaths or people who are highly sensitive could relate to it. You know what I mean? So. I really, I just took my journal entries and turned them into a book, a teaching memoir. And I put in some journal prompts because I love to journal and um, some affirmations at the end of every chapter. I love that. And did you self-publish that one too? Yeah, I self-published that one too myself. And how was the feedback when like both of them, both your books, I guess the first one was a while back, but Um, like how was the feedback? You know, it was, it's fine. It was fine marketing your own book is like another uh, two jobs (laughs) it's so you have to be so on top of it and and I really wasn't I mean as far as going beyond my friends and my family for a while I was getting a lot of sales on Amazon but then it dwindles down yeah you know um but if you keep marketing your book I guess you could keep up the sales but yeah, I mean, it wasn't really 
my I didn't make it my priority. I yeah. think I could have made more sales if I really, really focused in on that. For sure, for sure. But it's just it's cool to say you've published two books. Like I can't. Yeah, say it that, was so. like a passion project. <laughs> yeah, they were like passion projects, yeah. like my podcast. And that's that's amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, yeah. So I want to do two things with you. Um, I did like we, I sent you some couple questions prior so we can, I'll let you decide. Yeah. Do we want to do a reading first or do we want to talk about relationships and narcissism? Uh, we can talk about the relationships okay. first and we can um, save the reading for yeah. after. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, okay. So my first question for you then is when I was kind of, well, <laughs> when I was kind of looking at your bio and stuff um, and looking into all the stuff you had on your page, um, you mm-hmm. were talking about something about practicing self-love. What really does that mean? Um, I feel like for, for different people, it means different things, uh-huh. you know, um, for me, it means doing things that I love, um, doing things that like open my heart chakra yeah. and, you know, and things like that. So for me, it's writing, it's being creative. Um, I like to do some art journaling, um, paint a little bit. I'm still in like, I'm still in the very, very beginning stages of watercolor. Oh, did you do learning. the one behind you? Huh? Did you do the one behind you? No, my best friend did that. Oh. She's amazing. Yeah, artist. that's very ocean. nice. Yeah. Um, so I feel like for me, being creative, getting in a creative space mm-hmm. is, is a way to practice self-love and um, also just figuring out what are, what, you know, what parts of you need that healing, you know, all the, the like, we all, go, everyone goes through trauma. Oh, There's yeah. like no one that has like this perfect upbringing yep. or whatever. Everyone goes through something. And I feel like, and then we, you know, we grow up and we have to kind of move through life. And sometimes those things can hold you back. And I feel like part of practicing self-love is, identifying those things, healing those things, acknowledging them, doing whatever healing work needs to be done. That's hard. For you to, it is hard. Yeah. I mean, it's easy for me to say, right? <laughs> All the time. It's easier said than yeah, done. <laughs> it's easier said than done. And I feel like everyone is in a constant healing process. For sure. And I've, right? learned, I've learned too, like with me personally, like it's just finding things that bring you joy and trying to like yes. do that as much as you can. Yeah. And like, and just... Even if, like, I have a little routine after I drop my kids off from school before I, because I work from home now mm-hmm. since the pandemic happened, and, you know, I come home, I take a shower after I drop them off, and then, like, I have, I have to have, like, a, some mute, loud music and <laughs> dance time. That's amazing! <laughs> that reminds me of, like, Grey's Anatomy. my vibrations so much. I'm like, woo, after that, now I can work. That reminds <laughs> me of, like, Grey's Anatomy of you, like, when... Uh, Meredith and like Christina would just dance it out when they were like upset with things. Oh really? I never watched that. My what? daughter watches that. Oh man, you have to go back. Even like YouTube, there's like an iconic scene where like the two main characters literally dance it out when anything bad happens, and that what you just mm-hmm. said reminds me of that. <laughs> yes, I have to have a little dance off in the morning, and have, my music has to be loud in the bathroom. That's amazing. And, and it has to be hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, some big term that's, well, I guess it's been going around for a while now. Um, and especially in relationships and stuff is narcissism and narcissists. Um, what does that look like in people who might confuse it with just being a jerk? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a narcissist is a, 
is like a real calculated jerk. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they, um, they can, it looks like control in some, in some instances. It's very different depending on the dynamic of the relationship. It doesn't, it's not always like one thing. Um, but it can look like control. It can look like jealousy. Um, for me, my personal experience was being isolated mm. from my friends and my family because I always felt like um, when I was in my first marriage, we were living like in New Jersey yeah. and I'm from New York. So whenever I would try, when I I would come to New York to see my mom or my family or friends, I, he was always like looking for me, like, Mm. where are you? Blah, blah, blah. And it was my mom. (laughs) uh, Yes. I'm like, are you seriously trying? Like, I'm literally with my mom. Yeah. And, (laughs) and, but it was things, it shows up like things like that, Mm -hmm. you know? And then it comes to a point where, I felt like I want to go to New York on the weekend, but then I don't want to hear his mouth or I don't want to get any crap, hear any crap. And I just don't want to deal with it. So then I wouldn't see my friends or my family Mm. for a long time because of that. Yeah. So then it would show up like that and, you know, or show up with things like him deleting um, my boss's number out of my cell phone and I'm like and I didn't realize it because like all the male co-workers in my cell phone they were all deleted and I worked for at the time I worked for a small company so everyone had everyone's cell phone emergencies whatever and all of the guys that I worked with their numbers just disappeared and I didn't realize it like I'd go to call the office manager his name I forgot his name and his number was, I'd go to call my boss and the oh numbers, I was like, it was in here. But then in retrospect, I realized after the smoke had cleared, I was like, he like deleted like all that of the son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, that son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. Do you think, I don't know, this is totally not a question I asked you prior to this, but I'm just curious. Yeah. Do you think narcissism is more per, like in heterosexual couples, I guess, do you think narcissism is more... pertinent I think the word is in females or males you know I I don't know I don't want to like male bash yeah no for sure that's why I'm curious like I'm trying to think of any like narcissistic females I know but I can't think of one I think I think it would show up differently in a female do you know what I mean because it it would be harder to catch is what I'm trying to say (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it would be. And I don't know. And and I can't really say I know a lot of narcissistic females, but they have to be out there. It's just not a male, just a male thing. But I feel, yeah, I feel like it would be harder to identify because we're always looking at as the male as Mm -hmm. this aggressor or, you know, the wrongdoer, quote unquote. But I guess, like, I guess you could see it in females, too. Like, the ones that are, mm-hmm. like, super controlling and, like, yes. same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Or jealous. Yeah. Or, you know, insecure. Mm. And 
everything is about them. Yeah, like shallow in that aspect too. Yeah, you, know, mm-hmm. you probably could. I just, I was curious because like you always, when you say narcissism, you always think of the male and I, that's not yeah, fair to all men do. out there who are not. <laughs> <laughs> How would you, well, you've experienced a relationship with narcissist like a narcissist how would you nav like how do you navigate that like because I'm sure there's people who are with like a narcissist or maybe like with somebody who shows those symptoms or those signs of being a narcissist and like they still want to stay because they believe they're a good person so like how would you navigate that if you were to stay in that kind of relationship you know what um when I saw that question I was like huh I mean not everyone is gonna up and leave yeah you know and um I feel like you have to with your eyes wide open when you realize who you're with and what's going on it's not it's not always you know not always saying oh leave right away (laughs) you know what I mean sometimes you just can't and um or you don't want to you some people want to work it out or whatever I you know just be aware and be be aware of the the possibilities of manipulation and, you know, set boundaries. And, and the, I feel like the most important thing is to set boundaries with a narcissist. Okay. Honestly, is because they will try you. (laughs) And I just, I actually did um, a video on my YouTube and on my podcast about this. And I spoke about how, I don't know if you're into pop culture or how yep. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, um, yep. how he was posting all of that public stuff on his Instagram. And, and that's what they do. They kind of, when you don't engage with them, they'll do things like that to draw you out, to mm. get engagement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she was not communicating with him. They were communicating through lawyers, but he wanted engagement. He wanted communication. Would you say, and, so like, would that example be the same as, um, I'm going to mess up their names. I don't follow the Kardashians, but there was the one who dates the basketball player and he posted his apology on Instagram. Did you see that one? Oh, Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. So would, would that be the same kind of example? Like when he yes. did that? Yes, because that's drawing you out. That's like, okay, I cut you off. I'm never speaking to you again. And she was probably ignoring his texts and calls. But I'm going to post on Instagram that I had a baby with another girl and say sorry. (laughs) Like, okay, yeah. (laughs) So weird. Right? People are weird. (laughs) Not only weird, but like you said, manipulative in that sense to try Mm -hmm. to rope them in. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say navigate that with your eyes wide open yeah. and set boundaries. Do you sure. feel do you feel like most people if they're in that a narcissistic relationship like they would just leave? Like do you see that more often, I guess? Um I think it depends yeah. on how far hmm. the manipulation, how deep it goes. Oh, you know true. What I, mean? I was gonna, I thought you were going to say how far like deep you're in the relationship, but in the manipulation, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if people can I mean, I, for me, I was just drained, emotionally drained, so I couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) And, and, you know, if, but there, if there are kids involved and Mm. things like that, you know, it's not always the, the, the best thing to leave or in, in things like that. So I know that, um, yeah, it depends on the situation. The fact that you're able to find your strength though, to be like, Hey, this shit's not for me. And I'm, I don't know your complete story, obviously, but I'm very mm-hmm. proud of you for that and, yeah. and admire you yeah. for being able to stick up for yourself. 
in there. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. I I know that um, I've had other friends in toxic relationships too, that were similar. And actually one of my best friends was in a real, it was like we were married to the same man. And so, and they didn't get along. And I feel like they didn't get along because they saw each other in each other. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they butted heads. And that was one of the, the things like alienating me from my friends. Like he would get into like controversial things with my friends and like start little beefs. And, and it was just stupid, but, um, I forgot your question. I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent. That's okay. I don't remember what my question was either. <laughs> I'll just ask you my next one. Um, what's the best relationship? I'll cut this part. Out. What is the best relationship advice you have ever received? The best relationship advice. Hmm. Um. You could go advice in general if that's easier well, to think of. When it comes to relationships, the best advice, actually, yes, I do know. It was from my mom. Okay. It was because one of the first, the very first um, toxic relationship I was in, I kept breaking up and going back, breaking up, going Mm -hmm. back, breaking up, going back. And my mom was like, you have to stop doing that. (laughs) You cannot... She was like, once you leave, it should be final. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because you're just giving him the hope and, you know, and like the, basically, yeah, the hope that, you know, you really want to be with him. But I just kept going back because I felt obligated. Mm. You know people, what I mean? People do that like, a I lot. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, people people do that a lot. You, like, you hear it all the time mm-hmm. about people breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. Like, yes. it's a, it's a and, real and, thing. And that's a toxic within itself mm-hmm. because yeah. you don't really want to be with that person. And then each time we broke up, the breakups just were bad, yeah. worse and worse. And it was going to escalate. For sure, for sure. Yeah. No, that is good advice because I feel like a lot of, especially like younger people who are still maybe new to relationships, like they would go mm-hmm. through that, so... You didn't need to know when to just step away. Just yes, yes. Not go back. Um, mm-hmm. That's awesome. We're gonna, we're gonna take a quick break and then do you want to do a reading? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm shuffling the cards for Shelby Eastwood. Let us get some current energy Do you want to start recording or? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. So we have the temperance, the six of cups and the eight of wands. So right here, I feel like first, I feel like there is someone, maybe an ex from your past on ex or someone from your past that 
may be trying to communicate with you or may might have tried to communicate with you and you're kind of unsure about even letting them back in because they may have you guys may have had a history you know um a bad history so you're kind of with the temperance card this talks about trying to gain balance and trying to be patient and kind of seeing things out um but there is definitely uh, some past energy memories um a past connection trying to communicate with you and the bottom of the deck here you have you're the queen of swords right now so the queen of swords um are you an air sign uh i'm a scorpio you're a scorpio okay that doesn't matter <laughs> but you are trying to get to the truth right now you are like the queen of swords is like like she doesn't take any shit she like wields her sword and cuts the things and gets to the truth and wants to get to the nitty-gritty of things and you but you also set boundaries for yourself for this person i feel like they're trying to come in hot or they're trying to come back but you are it's not that you're not letting them back in um but i feel like you are just kind of waiting and see like in a kind of, oh, let me see how you behave. If I don't like it, then I'm out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That type of energy. Interesting. Does that resonate? Yeah. Wow, okay. (laughs) I haven't done a reading for um, someone, like, one-on-one in a while. I do my, I do a lot of readings on YouTube. Yeah. So let's see what the Oracle deck has to say. If we can get a go a little deeper. Okay. All right. So take the lead. Take the lead. I feel like you, um, this Oracle card says take the lead. So I feel like you are like I said, like you're trying to balance things out. And I feel like since you're setting boundaries for yourself with this person, you are not allowing them to to dictate, to control things. Mm -hmm. So and you're you're in turn taking the lead. You're I guess for this time around, if you if you decide to allow this person back in, you feel like you're going to take the lead, you're going to be more in control, and you're not going to allow them to dictate. Huh. I do see that there is love coming in for you with this love abounds card. Okay, so I don't know if it has to do with this person from the past. Or, but there is something that is coming in for you. There are, there is new love coming in for you. And I also see a bit of soul searching um, that you're doing. Maybe, um, I don't know if you know the term um, dark night of the soul or, um, but I feel like you're, because this is, 
this this C card is talks about going within and doing some soul searching and kind of um, being like an energetic hermit going in and not kind of and setting those boundaries. So I see, I really see that for you, even though there is energy of love coming towards you. I don't know if it's with this past person or not. Okay. Um, only, you know, that, but there is new love in your energy field and there is this past person trying to get in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah. That's, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Does it do one for like the future? I hope that supported you. I hope yeah. that Yeah, does it, does, it, does it do one for like the future? Like what's coming too? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, all you gotta do is ask. <laughs> Let's see what's coming up next, Michelle. What's coming next? What is in the near future? Love. Healing. Yes. Healing. That's what's coming in for you with regards to this is healing. Maybe I feel like this person um, is going to be the catalyst for that for you. The person Whether from the past or? Um or like the person like coming mm-hmm. or already there yeah. i don't know yeah let's 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 get a confirmation for that let's get a clarification for the heal card okay the confirmation for the heal card is the 10 of cups which is complete and emotional fulfillment so there is, it still doesn't tell me whether it's from the person from the past or some, someone new that's coming into, into your life, but there's definitely emotional. The 10 of cups is like happy life, emotional fulfillment, being happy with everything in your life that your family, um, your, your, you know, your job, you know, just emotional fulfillment mm-hmm. in general. And I feel like the healing, um, the healing is really whatever healing that you're going to get from this connection is really going to is really bringing you to this emotional fulfillment. And I, I really feel like it's going to be a new person. And I feel like that maybe this person that's trying to come back is going to be the catalyst for that in a way, because even though they're trying to come back, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to take them back. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times we get tested, mm-hmm. you know, um, with the exes, yep. you know, to see if you're still stuck on stupid or something, <laughs> or if you're going to take that person back, you know? Yeah. For, no, for sure. And, and, um, and it's up to us to really discern whether or not, do I really want this person back or do I just want to move forward? And I feel like that's going to be the catalyst for you to move forward hmm. and start your healing process and, and bring in new love. Hmm. And we're gonna, I'm going to sit on that and we'll take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that was crazy, weird, not even, I don't even know. We've never even met, and, like, the things you say are 
I'm not going to go into so much detail, but they're pretty accurate. And that's, <laughs> I'm just happy that things are going to be positive in the future. That's what I cared about. Yes, so I, I definitely see that for you. Aww. And I'm, I'm really glad that um, that information was able to help you and support you in some way. Yeah, for sure. I haven't never had a love reading before. So that was very, that was very interesting. Um, okay, I got two more questions before I let you go. Uh, if you could go back and tell 20 year old Martine anything, what would you say to her? Oh boy, I would say a lot. But one thing that I would say is that um, you're going to be okay. Oh. You're going to be okay. Because um, I had, my 20-year-old self was, had I had like high levels of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just to let you know, I am well over 20 now. I'm 50 years old. I would never have guessed that ever in my life. I would have said you were like <laughs> mid thirties. <laughs> well, I know our listeners you. can't see you, but I can, and I would not have said you were that. <laughs> yeah, I just turned fifty um, in November. But when in I November? Had, my birthday in November. is in November. Huh? When in November? Twenty seventh. Oh, mine's the ninth. Oh yeah, you're a Scorpio yeah. like my my daughter. She's the fifth oh. of November. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I had high levels of anxiety, and I didn't know how to, back then, there just wasn't as, like, information Mm -hmm. that there is now. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I would have, I would tell her, you're going to be okay, you're going to get through this, and these are all lessons that you need to learn to grow. I feel like we don't tell ourselves that enough. Like we tell other people, Hey, you're going to be okay. It'll be fine. But like, I don't mm-hmm. feel like we tell ourselves that. Cause there were a lot of times where I really felt like, not like I, you know, not like, you know, suicidal or anything, but I felt very at times when you're, you, you know, you go from relationships and you end relationships mm-hmm. and, you know, at the end, after the smoke clears, you feel hopeless. Yeah. And for me, a lot of times, my, the, the problem was for me back then was on uh, my focus was always on a relationship and not myself. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it would, I felt like those relationships were also meant for me to learn to focus on myself and say yes to me more than saying yes to other people. I love that so much. That's such an important um, message Mm -hmm. that literally everybody can kind of hold on to. Um, Where can uh, my listeners find you? Where are you? Social media? You said you had a podcast. What's it called? Uh, Martine's Musings. Awesome. It's on Apple. It's on on the all the podcasting platforms. Awesome. And social media, websites. Um, my website. You can find me martinefelton.com and on Instagram and YouTube. If people just search my name, <laughs> you'll find me on because I just I go by like my name. Yeah. Awesome. On, on all social media. Awesome. I will. I feel like I tried to find you maybe I did I don't can't remember but I will check and I'll make sure that I also shoot a follow your way so and okay that way we can Thank keep you. in touch because I like to I like your whole vibe and like tarot card reading and oracle reading and all of this and I think it's it's, it's very interesting to me so um we will definitely keep in touch um after for this sure. so yeah. awesome thank you so much Martine for for chatting and sharing that and doing a reading it was really fun <laughs> yeah I had a great time thank you and we'll we'll chat soon Okay. Okay. Take care.
Okay, well that was weird. So weird good. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys in on a little something. So the first two relationships, if you guys have been listening for a while now, the first two relationships I've ever been in were poo. Monkey poo, to say the least. And they didn't end very well and there was a lot of um emotional and mental abuse that went on and it was funny because when I did this reading with Martine there was somebody from my past trying to reach out and I was putting hardcore boundaries on it like no no like they would be like oh how was your day and I'd be like fine like no no response no rebuttal you know what I mean no continuation of the conversation and so that's funny because right before too the other person had reached out literally and I was like um why are you talking to me and blocked it right away blocked it right away and it was recently where I was just like they were asking one of the one of them was asking certain things from me that you don't give to your ex and that you don't um give to anybody if you're in a committed relationship and so I was like uh no and like I was like why you why you asking this from me like go find other girls it's not that hard and so I was like you know what this is not worth you're literally annoying me not worth my time not worth my energy like stop talking to me sort of thing and like I had blocked deleted both their numbers like every method like office social medias and everything Yet they had found ways to get a hold of me, either through, like, WhatsApp or email. Like, who the fuck emails? And so I actually had to get to the point where I had to block, literally, them from calling, them from WhatsApping me. I had to block their email because it was that, like, in like that much they were trying to get a hold of me. And I'm just like, my life is good now. Like, I'm happy. I'm good in my relationship. Like, things are going well, you know what I mean? And I don't need that extra those those people trying to disrupt that you know what I mean or trying to trying to get involved in my life in that way like you're in my past now and I have no interest in ever rekindling any of it you know what I mean and if the fact like if they were looking for a friendship I mean we could be friends maybe one day but they were not looking for a friendship or a relationship they were looking for let's say something else inappropriate and I was just like uh no thanks like you go find somebody else like it's too late you lost your chance sort of thing you know what I mean and like I said the relationship I'm in currently like we've grown a lot we've we've become better people um we're happier and so like I don't want to ruin that you know what I mean so the fact that Martine did a tarot card reading I never met her before I never told her that story before she did a tarot card reading and that's what she that's what the cards pulled is hilarious because they did try to reach out and the fact that she was like you're in control now you place the boundaries and I was like damn straight I do and I remember when I blocked um, even their emails and everything, I felt so proud of myself. I told my therapist, I was like, they kept bugging me and trying to do this, and I blocked them, and I'm so proud of myself. So that was a great day. But it's times like that where it makes you believe in tarot card readings, right? Because I know a lot of people are skeptical and stuff. So it's times like this where I literally never knew the person, never met them prior to this, and they're calling shit from my life, literally from some cards and the energy. And so I think that's super cool, and it kind of helps you believe in it a little bit more and be less skeptical, you know what I mean? So that was awesome. Super cool. I'm going to keep going to digest that, and we will chat next week. Have a good week, everyone.